Hello. Welcome to Arise, episode 5, season 3. Welcome. Today, we will share an amazing story. But first, I would like to take a second to welcome you to this episode. Um, Arise is the podcast of Rick Jonah Ministries. My name is Rachel Rachel en français, and uh, I will share with you um, the story of the woman with the issue of blood. Um, first, again, welcome, welcome, and thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen, to share with someone, to leave a comment, to send me a message, to like, etc. So I would like to thank you all. And also for those of you who haven't done that yet, to go follow, um, our Facebook page, Arik Jonah Ministries, and on Instagram, Arik Jonah, and to subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform that you are listening me um right now just subscribe (laughs) yes today's story is a little bit heavy well i find it a little bit heavy um because of the background because of the the hole that there is to unpack with that little story with the um, of the woman with the issue of blood so I will not make a long introduction. I will just dive in. Um, I will read the passage um, where um, this story is um, taken from. It's from Luke. Yes. 8 verse 43 to 48. Luke chapter 8 verse 43 through 48 i will see if i can read it in the new um king james version so that's lighter uh, than the king james version yes so now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any came from behind and touched the border of his garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped and jesus said who touched me when all denied it peter and those with him said master the multitude throng press you and you say who touched you But Jesus said, somebody touch me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now, when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him and in the presence of all the people, the reason she had touched him and now and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. The King James Version said, Your faith has made you whole, whole, and go in peace. Yes. So, this is the um, passage that we are reading, that we have just read, where the story um, that we will share today. As I said, 
it's it's very heavy it's a it's a it has a lot to unpack but we will go like we'll try to go one by one and eventually like maybe one or two episodes we'll break this down and by the grace of god i will be able to share with you what he has put in my heart to um to share with this passage um first of we have to do a little background story i will not go too far like in the background because as i said it's a lot um jesus was on his way to jairus house jairus is was an influent person in the church of that time and he came falling to jesus's feet Master, my daughter, my 12-year-old daughter is dying. After he has done everything, the daughter was sick and she now was just laying down, dying because they couldn't do anything to save her. And Jesus was on his way to his house to go see um, his daughter. And that's when the story of the 12-year um, um, affliction woman with the issue of blood happened. So Jesus was on his way to go see that 12-year-old girl. And there was another woman with the issue for 12 years that had also been taken um, a part of the grace that Jesus was going to be sharing at, um, to that child. And... Many would say, why 12 years? Is this a coincidence? Maybe it's just something un- irrelevant. And so many times we've heard preachers, pastors said, when someone is sharing a testimony, there is a grace behind that testimony. There is something to tap in. There is something to catch. Whenever someone is sharing about a certain issue that they get healed from, there is a grace that's going on. And from my understanding, it's what had happened here. There is a relation between the 12 years. Jesus was on his way to perform a miracle for that 12-year-old girl. And there was that 12 years afflicted woman that got healed by the same um, instance. And also, um, one might say, why there is this accentuation on her story like who was that woman right i think the intriguing part like even to this day nowhere in who all of those um who disciples um who report that story mention her name she was always referred by the woman with the issue of blood, the woman that was bleeding for 12 years, the woman with the issue of blood, the woman who was afflicted by um, an issue of blood. So that's how she was known, right? And in the Old Testament, we would understand why blood was um, considered as unclean and had to be kept away from the Israelites who was the chosen nation. Leviticus um, 15 verse 31 says why the Israelites must be kept away from blood. And at that time, whoever had their period or like this woman was dealing with an issue of blood, had to scream, unclean, unclean, 
where, whenever they were going in public. So people can know they are coming, they are unpure, they are unclean, not to approach them, not to touch them wherever they were going. They have to be kept away. They have to be kept away in society. They have to be kept away in church. There was a special place where they could stay far away from everybody else. And you can imagine as a person how that situation made have like it's just I have no word to explain how that such a situation could have a toll on someone. First, you are you are afflicted, you are dealing with an affliction that you cannot do anything about. You tried you waste all your livelihood on doctors and no one can help you. And for some reason, you have to disclose that affliction out loud, wherever you are going. This is me coming unclean, unclean. So you can imagine how that can be a burden for someone, right? And you can also imagine the toll that must have had in her mental health. That, that is also uh, an aspect that I wanted to, um, to unpack from that passage. To be constantly isolated and seen as unclean because of a situation that is not your fault. Because of a, a situation that you can't explain. To be constantly reminded of that. And to be constantly be isolated. And everybody has a name. Everybody has an identity. However, a situation that is an affliction is what is your identity. Is what you're being referred to as like wherever she go oh that's the woman with the issue of blood she's bleeding that's her so you can imagine how can that like how this can have a toll on someone however <clears throat> despite all of that when it was time when it was time on that day, on that particular day, right? I just love to say that because whatever you are going through, there is a particular day that is set to change the story around. Beyond all the issues, beyond all the obstacles, beyond all the society, all what society might says, all the protocols, all the affliction, all the words, all, all beyond everything. On that particular day when Jesus was going to Jairus, house to heal his daughter that was that woman particular day so can you imagine what it must have been like for her to be in this situation for 12 years and as i said we have a, a lot of aspect to see um with this passage and when he got her she gathered her strength. She went through the a crowd. Well, she should have screamed, unclean, unclean, so everybody can, like, go away from her. 
But she didn't because she knew that was her day to be healed. That was the day to touch the hand of the master's garment. And there is also uh, a significance behind that garment in the Old Testament where they describe the tassels, the prayer cloth that the Jewish uh, people have to wear under their, their robe that has four corners. And each corner would remind them of the promises of God. So she knew exactly what to touch. She was reminding God of his promises to make her whole right and when she did immediately Jesus felt it and when he said who touched me the disciple was like master we are among a crowd everybody's pressing you everybody's all over you so everybody's touching you but Jesus was like nope 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 someone touched me because there was a power that came out of me so when that woman touched the robe the end of the garment of jesus the power to heal her came out of jesus right so i will stop here for today But before we go, um, I will resume next week, um, not next week, uh, after the holidays, because I believe this episode will air around pre-Christmas um, season. So when we return, I will, um, by the grace of God, hopefully um, close this, um, this, um, this passage. And, but before that, you see... There are a lot of comparison that can be made to our time, to, to whoever's going through a situation that is become heavier than what they'd hoped for. Sometimes you are trying to get out of something, but wherever you go, wherever you go, either to get help, wherever you go, either to be, just be, either to have a break, your situation is what announces you. You go to the doctor, you have to describe what's going on. They have to prescribe you something. They have to refer you to someone. It's your situation. You go to the bank, you have a situation going on. So constantly, everybody's being reminded of what's not going well. So imagine, imagine your life for 12 years so today i have a word for someone that is going on on um with an a lingering situation something that is still to be a situation that seems to be stubborn that doesn't want to go is it a child that you want that is not happening and everybody's referring to you as that barren woman is this the situation whatever the situation that is happening that is constantly in front of your face I have a word for you today. God gave me a word for you today. There is a particular day when you're healing, when this situation will cease to be. Hold on to God. Hold on to his promises. As this woman, she held on to the promises of God and went and touch the hand of the garment of Jesus to remind God of his promise. Sometimes we have to put back the word of God in front of him. You promised, your word says, this is what you said, this is what you said. And when you put 
those words back in front of the face of the master, the word says nothing that came out of his mouth shall return to him void. And when those words will return to him, they shall not return void. They will return, return with healing. They will return with grace. They will return with blessing. They will return with open doors. They will return with healing as that, that woman for 12 years who was dealing with this issue of blood. So I hope this word were a blessing to you. And I hope as well that this holiday season will be a blessed period and the grace of God will keep you, will protect you, and you will transition to the new year blessed. You will transition to the new year increased. You will transition to the new year with all the blessing, double blessing, the latter rain, the former rain that God has kept for you in Eden, in secret places. You will recover this all. So I, this is my prayer for you. This is my prayer for you for this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. With you, Rachel, for our eyes. Until we talk again, I wish you all a happy holidays. Bye-bye.